It is estimated that we have about 70,000 thoughts per day. And of that, 70 to 80% are negative. A lot of times we feel like we don't have control about what thoughts come into my mind. They just come, right? They pop up, we have them. And so when we're overthinking or obsessively thinking over something, meaning it's we're ruminating, it's we're constantly thinking about this thing so much so that it impedes on our day-to-day activities. So instead of, you know, being productive and giving all of our focus and attention on work, we're stressing out about a relationship or we're stressing out about a financial situation or maybe we're stressing out about work when we should be spending time with family. Are you ready to build happier and healthier relationships with yourself first and with others? If you're someone who's ready to stop drowning under heavy emotions, constantly feeling like you're easily triggered, and step into the highest, most confident version of yourself, you're ready to drop the self-sabotaging behavior patterns and achieve your deepest desires, I'm here to tell you that I have one-on-one coaching spots available. Yes, my friend, I've opened up some one-on-one coaching spots. I only have three. I only take a few people at a time due to me being a sensitive person in my capacity. But you're going to want to snag this spot as soon as you can. Click the link in the show notes. You'll see the webpage with all the details about it. It's $150 per session. I book in packages because the transformational change takes time. It's not something that happens overnight with a one and done session, although you can do a one and done session and have a breakthrough. I recommend packages. And so that's how I sell my 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 sessions. But if you're someone who's like, I'm in my marriage or I'm in my long-term relationship um, and I'm tired of feeling trapped, I'm feeling trapped, easily triggered, and I'm, I just want to be happy and I want to experience peace, this program is for you. Also, if you're someone who's single and you're like, I keep settling in my relationships and attracting emotionally unavailable men and it's confusing and I'm sick and tired of it and I just want to have and accept true love in my life, this program's also for you. So click the link in the show notes and snag one of your spots. You don't want to miss this opportunity. All right, back to the show. Have you ever been there where you find yourself like, I know I need to be focused on doing this work right now and I should be productive, but I find my thoughts trailing off into another direction. And now I'm like thinking about this relationship and next thing you know, an hour or two passes by and then now I'm journaling about the relationship. And then the next day, something similar happens and it just keeps happening and I'm totally overthinking something and it's impeding on my natural, my normal day-to-day duties this can feel overwhelming. This can feel like your thoughts are interrupting your day and taking over your day, your thoughts about that situation or that situation. That's really what it feels like. That situation is taking over my day. Like it's taking over my life. It's it's heavy and it's taking over my productivity and my mood's changing now because I'm constantly in rumination overthinking about this thing. And it can feel like you don't have control over that because the thoughts just come up. Like you didn't say, let me think about this relationship right now (laughs) and let it interrupt my workday. Like, no, the thoughts just come. They just come, 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 right? 70,000 a day. And I've heard, I think Joe Dispenza say that we have the same thoughts repeated every single day. So if, unless we're conscious 
and we we bring those thoughts into awareness and we choose what to focus on, we are thinking about the same thing that we thought about the day before. <laughs> Have you ever journaled and you're like, I'm, and then go back in your journal and read like weeks before and you're like, whoa, I'm actually writing the same thing that I wrote weeks before. I know that happened to me the other day. I was like, wow, I can't believe it. So what that is, is, um, or not what that is, but that can feel like you have no control. Like the thoughts are taking over and it's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Like this, and you're saying, I don't know what to do about the situation, not about the thoughts. But in reality, the thoughts are the problem in this, in this specific podcast episode, (laughs) you're overthinking and the overthinking is impeding on your normal, when it's impeding on your normal day-to-day activities, you have to bring those thoughts, like the Bible says, into captivity. <laughs> Sorry. You have to, you, it can feel like you don't have control. And we may not. We can't, like, and I, I don't believe that we do. I'm not a scientist or anything, but I don't believe that we can control, like, what random thoughts come in our head. Like, yes, we can say, okay, let me think about this when we're meditating or when we want to think about something like let me imagine my safe place or imagine my happy place um or whatever but when we're doing something and something triggers a thought and it just all these thoughts just come in our head and sometimes we think some wild thoughts we're just like where did that thought even come from like this is not me right um back in the days when i used to be uh upc we used to say I rebuke that thought in the name of Jesus, right? Because, and that's true. That's what you, that's what we need to do is like bring those thoughts into awareness and then choose which ones we're going to focus on. So that leads me into, we may not be able to control what thoughts, what random thoughts come into our mind. Like we can't literally grab the thought and say, let me throw it away or grab the thought before it's generated or because if we could control, like we, I would choose to think only happy, good things, right? Only happy, good things come to mind. But the truth is, bad things come to mind too. And although we can't control the random thoughts that come into our mind, we can control how we influence the types of thoughts that we have. That's one thing we can control. And the other thing we can can control is what we choose to focus on. So imagine the all of these thoughts, this is a random, like imagine like this little comment bubble, like a little bubble above your head and there's a bunch of thoughts that just come up right we don't choose what comes up but we can choose what we influence that comes up and when I say that I mean what are we listening to what are you reading what are you watching on YouTube what type of podcasts are you listening to what type of shows are you watching what type of type of relationships are you investing in? Because that will influence the types of thoughts that you have. If you are, if you're, and this is simplistic, but it's so true. And I constantly have to remind myself of this when something um, negative leaks in. And I'm just like, even on social media, you can, it, and you know what? Our, you know what? Our thoughts are just like scrolling on social media. So think about this. I just had such an epiphany while I'm talking. You're scrolling on Instagram, right? People that you follow, you've chosen, say you've had your account for three years. You've chosen to follow some random people. You don't even know anymore half the people you follow (laughs) or what you were doing when you chose to follow them. And you're scrolling and then you see this post and it's like, whoa, who is this and why do I follow them, right? It's the same way with our thoughts. And some of the people that you're following they go through transitions. And so as they're going through transitions, I know one person that I follow used to be like a 
a Christian and um, very conservative and reserved. And she's transitioned into where she's now more spiritual and um, which spiritual is like another, in my eyes, it's another religion, but they, they don't consider themselves religious, but it's, it's a movement. So spirituality is what they call it. And I'm not talking about like Jesus spirituality. I'm talking about like, just, you know, like the crystals and all that stuff. So, um, they, there's, I lost my train of thought. Okay. So she transitioned into that. And so, and I'm not saying this to shame her or anything. I'm saying this to give you an example of how the people that we choose to follow change. And if we're not conscious, if we're not aware of the different types of people that we're following and the changes that they have, when we're scrolling through our Instagram and we come across a random post and it's like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, oh, okay. And then it strikes a thought in you, right? And then you start to think about it. Then you get curious. Then you start to research. <laughs> then this is why social media, need, like we need real boundaries around it because we can go off for hours, like down a rabbit hole inside of um, the Instagram app, right? So anyways, they're just like our thoughts. Whatever we put in our mind, whatever we choose to quote unquote follow, like when we follow on Instagram, influences the types of thoughts that we have. So if I'm scrolling on Instagram and whatever I'm looking at, I'm going to have a thought about, right? That is influencing me. Clicking follow is influencing my thoughts, right? The thoughts that I'm having. Me, whatever I click like on and save and share, whatever I spend more than what, five seconds looking at, the algorithm is going to shape and mold an explore page, that explore page to fit what they think I want to see. And so again, you alone are influencing what you see on Instagram. You're influencing in similarity to thoughts when you feed yourself with certain podcasts, certain TV shows, certain um, uh, movies, things that you read, books, uh, people that you talk to, relationships, all of these things are just like the algorithm on Instagram. It's just like you hitting follow. It's just like you liking and saving because whatever we consume, we become or it influences our thoughts at least. And we can choose if, we, if we're conscious, we can choose what, what, what shapes us and what shapes our thoughts. And, and it's a sneaky thing, right? It's a, it's a sneaky thing this algorithm on Instagram is. Because even how many of you have said something around your phone and then you open your phone and all of a sudden you see a bunch of reels that are, <laughs> that are what you were just having a conversation with your partner about? Like sneaky, okay? Like sneaky. The same with our thoughts, the same in what we consume, what we surround ourselves with, what we allow to trickle into our lives. So if we're watching a show that we used to be okay watching and now all of a sudden it's triggering certain thoughts within us and then we go down this rabbit hole on um, something, some random topic, I don't know, then it starts to consume our mind. Like we are influencing our thoughts and the way that we show up and our thoughts influence our behavior and the way that we show up in life based on what we choose to consume. Okay. So when you're on Instagram and like for me and I'm scrolling and I'm, I'm constantly having to unfollow people. I'm like, even this morning I was like, why am I following this person again? I don't know what I was thinking when I clicked follow unfollow. Um, or sometimes we got to go through our, our, who we're following list and completely clear it out, like unfollow everyone that, that doesn't align with the person that you are today. Cause who you are today may be completely different than who you were three years ago when you first hit follow. Right. And so it, it's this 
constantly becoming aware of what we're looking at when we're on the app, right? When we're scrolling through, what are we looking at? What are we choosing to follow in this life? What are we choosing to allow to take up space in our day? Because that will influence our thoughts. It will influence how we show up in this world. And so you may not have control over what type of thought comes up, but you do have control on the influence of what types of thoughts are going to come up. Because, and, and let me just say this, I believe that there are thoughts that happen just randomly. And I and again, the negative, the 70, 80% negative thoughts, I think that's just the default. Sometimes it could be the enemy. And I think that they just they just come up, right? But we get to choose. If we're consuming mostly good, the chances that we're going to have more good, more positive thoughts than not are, are going to be greater, right? And even when we do have the negative thoughts, if we're practicing conscious awareness, like bringing bringing our attention and focus to what is in my mind right now, what am I thinking? And then choosing what to focus on because we do have control over what we choose to think on. Then our outcome, the goal of having more a more positive experience in life, of being more happy, of not allowing really taking the reins, like taking control of the thoughts that do come up is, is like this. This is what it looks like. When you are supposed to be productive and working and normally your thoughts take you in a whole different direction and you start to obsess over like this relationship that you're in or that you want to be in, then it goes on for like hours. And then next thing you know, you're in a bad mood because you're remembering the negative things about the relationship. So taking, bringing your thoughts into conscious awareness and choosing what you focus on, that's where this comes in. Because the thoughts that came up maybe were triggered by something random. That you were working and you were talking to someone and it triggered, oh, I remember when I talked to so-and-so. Or I remember what, what what my partner did to me earlier yesterday. And they never treat me right. They never they, they aren't doing this, they aren't doing that, whatever it may be, right? And then we go into that rumination. So bringing, it, bringing the rumination, which is the... the obsessive thoughts like overthinking into conscious awareness and choosing this thought is not serving me right now right and I'm choosing to push this aside like this needs to calm down and I'm not going to focus on that I asked um I asked someone the other day I said because they just bounce back so easy like when they're having problems they could be having problems and then the next five minutes later they're like totally fine like back into their personality and I'm like, it seems like things don't affect you so much. And they was like, and I'm not saying that this is the healthy way, <laughs> but they were like, this. I'm just saying this as an example to give you an example of how we can control the thoughts that we have. They're like, yeah, I just, I just choose either I'm going to do something about it or I'm not going to think about it right now because I have to work. And it is sometimes just that simple. Yes, the healing work. Yes, regulate your emotions and know what you're feeling. That's what I preach is know what you're feeling because a lot of times too, we can be overthinking as a coping mechanism. We want to control the situation and because we can't control the situation, we just overthink. And overthinking gives us the illusion of control because we're we're choosing what what we think on and we're thinking on the possibility of the relationship or the negative aspects from the relationship. And we're resting in that anger and that resentment and that bitterness or that longing and that desire and that love that we that we crave. And then that takes over our day and then we're no longer productive at work. We're no longer bringing our full selves to our children 
and, um, and the work that we're doing. And we end up losing out on hours of our life because we're stuck in our heads. But sometimes it is that simple that we just choose not to do it, that we choose to think a better thought. We choose to bring our self-leadership into, into the picture and say, hey, acknowledge your feelings. You know, what am I feeling about this? I, I notice that I'm starting to think about this a lot or that I'm having a lot of thoughts about this. But re- the reality is the facts are right now I need to focus on work, right? So something that we practice in IFS um, is that you ask that part of you that feels like the need to overthink can you just step aside or soften right now? And I'm going to focus on work. I'm going to come back to this situation that I want to over that I want to think about right now. I'll come back and I'll address it later. But right now I need to work on the work that's in front of me. And when I'm done with the work that's in front of me, I'll come back to this part of me that wants to overthink and I'll do some some pro- some real processing where I'm actually stepping into my feelings. What am I feeling? What does this mean? What are the facts? What do I need to accept that I'm not accepting? Because that's another part of this. When you're overthinking, you're trying to solve and um, figure out how you can fix, how you can resolve, how you can make it better, how you can change it, how you can control it. That's what's underneath it all. But in reality, it's like a lot of times we just need to accept. We need to accept the situation for what it is. Overthinking doesn't change it, which is worrying being anxious, living in the past or the possible, um, the desire for a different future, right? We're, we're living in this agony of, in our mind, when we're in our minds overthinking, that's where we are. We're either in the past or we're, in, we're, we're dreaming over a different future, okay? So the goal is to bring us to a present awareness, to, to the present day, like ground in your, in this reality that is this tangible reality right now is that I am sitting here and I need to work and I need to focus on this work. And that doesn't mean that I can't feel and I can't be upset and I can't have all of the things that that I want to think about. It's not that I can't have that. It's just that right now I need to focus. So I am choosing not to ruminate on the thoughts, to not to overthink about this situation right now. And that, my friend, is something you do have control over. You can choose a better thought. You can choose how you influence those thoughts. If you are sad because someone hurt you, turning on love songs where it's battering the person or love songs that are like what this deep love that you desire that you're not getting from your current or past relationship or maybe you're single is not helpful. It is not helpful at all because all it's going to do is reinforce those thoughts and feelings of what it is that you desire that you don't have or of the pain and the heartbreak and there is a time and a place for that there's a time and a place for grieving there's a time and a place for accepting there is a time and a place for feeling sorrow but during work hours on your commute to work (laughs) I don't think that's the time. And I'm not saying you can't ever feel on these different aspects, but I'm saying if you notice that your day-to-day functions are constantly being impaired, like you're not showing up how you should be because you are overthinking, you're stuck in overthinking uh, in these obsessive thoughts, that's what I'm talking about. Then you need to 
you maybe need to take a look at what are you consuming? What are you, how are you influencing those thoughts? Because that's something you have control over, right? Because turning this music on, turning on love shows, like you are just asking to be triggered. There's a difference between feeding ourselves with things that, that, um, what's the word for it? There's a difference between feeding ourselves things that are going to constantly trigger us that we know are not going to send us to somewhere positive because we're wallowing in something because we haven't accepted something and feeding ourselves with positive that's going to help help us heal and push us forward right so we can turn on things that are going to constantly trigger the state that we are wallowing in or and that word wallowing doesn't sound very nice I don't mean wallowing I mean like what's a better word for this like if I'm having relationship issues and I turn on music that's going to remind me of those issues, it's not helpful if I'm like right about to go into a meeting, right? For example, like when I do my coaching calls with my one-on-one clients, I always make sure that I have a meditation time before and I check in with my parts. I put my parts aside and I invite more um, self-leadership so that I'm walking not from my wounded parts where I'm bringing my personality in and all my problems from my life, but instead, I'm bringing in self-energy, which is like, when I say self-energy, I mean bringing like the highest version of me, the version of me that is the role of a coach, the role of a leader versus the role of um, a wounded um, mother and wife and all the things, like all of the problems I may be having, let's say, I put those to the side. And I do that intentionally because I want my one-on-one coaching sessions to be full of self-leadership because my clients are coming to me with their problems. And the only way I'm able to lead them to themselves, to to God and to actually clarity and and breakthroughs is that I'm coming in my with my coach hat on, with my coach pants and my coach shirt, okay? With this this leadership of my highest self in my sessions my problems don't get to come up. And if and this is actually a great example for the way that you can live your life. And so when you find those thoughts pop up, I'm going to need you to put your own coach pants on and your coach shirt and your coach hat and you tell yourself those you tell those thoughts, you bring those thoughts under your control and you say, "I'm choosing not to focus on this right now because I'm going to do something else right now." I will bring my attention to this later on. And then, of course, keep your word to yourself. And later on, when you go home or on your lunch or whatever it may be, go into a processing. Process through the what were you feeling? What came up for you? Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you can do it in the moment. That's great. But um, if you can't, especially if you have don't have practice with, with doing this, with processing through, um, it might be difficult for you. And sometimes this might be the best answer for you is just to ask those parts to soften or step aside while you do what you need to do. So that way you can bring your highest self to the table and then still go back and process through what was showing up for you, what triggered you, what you, what did you feel, all the things. Okay, so this turned out to be a much longer episode <laughs> than I intended it to be. But the, the, the idea that I'm trying to get across to you guys is that you may feel like you don't have control over the thoughts that come up. And a lot of times we don't. But you can control how you influence the thoughts that come to you and you can control where you choose to place your focus.
So if you find yourself constantly ruminating, obsessively thinking over a situation, understand that you can choose a different thought. You can choose to not focus on that, right? And that doesn't mean like this spiritual bypass or bypass and act like it's not real and there's nothing there. This just means that I know I have to live. And so I, in order for me to live, I need to do X, Y, Z. And I can't do X, Y, Z. I haven't been able to do X, Y, Z effectively because I'm constantly bombarded with these thoughts. And you have control over what you choose to focus on. So choose a different focus. That is my word for you today. Choose a different focus. Choose to focus on what is going to serve you. Choose to influence those thoughts. Feed yourself with things that are going to uplift you, that are going to help you heal, that are going to help you push forward, push through to 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 doing the things that you desire to do, to receiving the love from yourself and God and from people who actually love you versus trying to perform and do and please and fix and give and then ruminate on those thoughts of how you please and fix and give and it wasn't reciprocated. Like instead of doing all that, focus on the good, focus on the positive, choose a better thought, better different thought that's going to serve your higher purpose and choose to influence those thoughts with better um media and books and things that you friends conversations that you choose to have throughout your your days okay and i hope that served you let me know if you enjoyed this episode you can leave a review on apple or spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast and also come on over and follow me on instagram justina b butler and reach out to me in the dms let me know you listen to this let me know what your takeaway was your biggest takeaway i love hearing from you guys okay i will see you on the next episode